and welcome to Talk Strategy to Me, a podcast where I dive in and dissect everything that is strategy related so that way you can make epic changes in your business that are strategic. Because at the end of the day, we want to be making impact and we want to be making epic and amazing things happen and get conversions and everything else. But the best way to make that happen is by having a strategy in place, which is why I am letting you know that the doors are officially open to the DIY strategy program. What is this program? Well, it is a four week long program where I will explain to you the ins and outs of creating your very own strategy document. And at the end, you will walk away with your own 30 to 40 page document that is all yours that outlines everything that you need to be doing in your business when it comes to social media, email, and content marketing. Now, if this sounds like something that you want, definitely head to my website and look up the DIY strategy program. There is only five spaces left. So get on it, be quick. And if you do have any questions, definitely jump over to social media and ask as many questions as you have, because those five spaces will get snapped up super quickly. Now, for today's podcast, we are going to be diving in to email marketing and in particular, focusing on email automations, because if this is something that you haven't got set up already, then you are missing out big time on some potentially amazing things that you and your business could be creating. The reason why I say that you are potentially missing out on so many opportunities is because if you don't have automation set up, then you're almost leaving people waiting for the next step. And this is not only true for a product-based business, but also for our service-based business owners as well. So I am going to run through some really nice, easy email automation sequences that you should have set up in your business to really achieve those amazing and epic results on an ongoing basis without even lifting a finger. Well, actually, you have to lift the finger once in the beginning, but obviously after that point, you don't really have to lift your finger again. So... The very, very first email automation that you set up, and it's a powerful one, is your lead magnet. So this can be something that you send out, whether you are a product-based business or a service-based business. Now, don't get overwhelmed by the lead magnet. There are so many different opportunities out there. So for example, if you're a product-based business and you maybe sell swimwear, you might be creating a lead magnet on 50 things to do this summer or 50 ways to up your self-care. So thinking about how we can create a lead magnet that leads beautifully into the product or the offer that you sell is a great way to really encourage people to sign up, but also to get to know you and what your offerings are as well. If you're a service-based business, I personally have a free captions guide that you can sign up to from my website. And that's how I collect my emails for my automation sequence. So there are so many different options out there. And I don't want you to feel like you have to be pigeonholed into one particular type of lead magnet. There is nothing wrong with doing a PDF. You can also do a webinar. 
You could do some affirmation cards. There are so many possibilities out there. Try not to be so focused on creating something that is similar to what everyone else is creating. And then from there, you are sending out anywhere from five to eight emails and you do this once a week. So each week, a new email is sent out to this audience. In that very, very first email, and this is an email automation sequence that I love using personally, and I use it for myself. So if you have signed up to my captions guide, you have received this very exact sequence if you signed up after like April, May. (laughs) Before that, it wasn't as nearly as long and lengthy. So what we want to do is in that very first email, we want to deliver the the item that they've downloaded or that they've received for free as a thank you for them giving us their email. So for this first email, we want to keep it short, sweet, and to the point. We want to deliver the value, which is the lead magnet, and we don't really want to beat around the bush. We want to try and encourage them to hit reply and tell us something. So that might be, what did you have for breakfast? I love asking, what is your favorite ice cream flavor? Because I'm a little bit ice cream obsessed. So whatever it is, do something that is you and on brand. The next email, we want to unpack that PDF, that lead magnet, whatever you've sent them. We want to explain that in so much information that it just allows that person who's downloaded it how to use it to the best of their advantage. So we want to make sure that they are getting the best kind of value from this as possible. And then in the third email, so I love to explain who I am what I do and inject a little bit of personality. So I really love to explain what my business is, a little bit about my why and my vision, because sometimes it's really nice for them to be able to connect with the person behind the email that's being sent. And then in the next email, I love to value add. So if you're a product-based business, it might be five ways to get organized with this product If you're a service-based business, it might be three things not to wear on your next family photography session or something like that. So we want to be value adding. Think of this as an extended social media post. So in the next email, this is where we're planting a seed. What we are going to do is basically present them with a problem that they probably have. And at the very end, we're going to solve it for them with our next offer. So that offer doesn't have to be a huge cost value. It can be quite small in value because ideally, if they've gone from a free product, we don't want to make them jump up to a $5,000 product. We want to make sure that the baby steps are happening along the way, which is why it's really important to have a value ladder, which I'm going to explain so much more on in the next podcast. So For example, if you are in my captions guide sequence, I then explain to you that my next little step is the perfect little starter for anyone who has just started on social media. It's my social media startup guide, which is going to get remodeled very, very soon. But in this guide, it's a $50 product. It explains all the ins and outs of social media. 
So that's my next step. So I seed plant and then at the very end of that email, I include a really simple link and a call to action to purchase that guide if that's something that they're interested in. Then in the final email, I unpack that guide. Even though they might not have purchased it, I then explain it in clear detail, the benefit and the transformation that they are getting if they choose to purchase that guide. So that's just one email sequence or email automation that you can create for your business. And that's all from one lead magnet. Some of the other email automations that I highly recommend that you look at having would be around those abandoned carts, particularly if you're a product-based business and making sure that you're really encouraging them to return back to that cart. One of the ones that I've thought about multiple times (laughs) myself is if you're a photographer, potentially if, if someone's contacting you for an engagement or a wedding shoot, then potentially in about six to nine months time, you might then re-email them with the opportunity to purchase a wedding album or even just to check in and see where they're at. Maybe they would love to get some family photographs or maybe they're expecting and want to get some pregnancy shoots done or maybe they've already had baby and they want to get some family or newborn shoots or even birth photography done. So there are so many different opportunities there that, for example, a photographer has, but obviously that's not just limited to them. If you are a product-based business, you might be encouraging people to say, hey, I noticed that you purchased this beautiful scarf. And so I feel like maybe, just maybe, you might like the summer version because it's bright and colorful and why not inject some personality into your wear as well, but it's not going to bulk you down and wear you down like it would in winter and keep your neck all warm. Instead, it's going to elevate your style. So think about it in that sort of way. Just because someone has purchased a product doesn't mean that you can't re-email them with further information and potentially sell them something again, which is also known as sometimes a cross sell or an upsell or even a downsell, depending on the way that you're utilizing it. But they're all automations that you can set up in your business. So they're set and forget. There are other ones that I love to use around engagement. So sometimes if you have a drop of engagement where people aren't opening or clicking through your emails, which to be super honest with you, if you're using open rates, as a measure for this, do keep in mind that the iOS update 14, which was like last year, actually means that you can't get a clear indication, particularly of your iPhone users, as to whether or not they've actually opened the email. So keep that in mind and don't always remove followers if their open rate isn't there or if they haven't opened emails because there's no real clear way of knowing that anymore. However, I really love using click rates and setting up automations in that as well. So one of the ways that you can use it is not only to do a re-engagement sequence. So you might say if this person hasn't clicked or an email in the last 180 days, They're going to be put through this sequence with the aim of them clicking. We want to know that they're actively engaging with our content. And it can sometimes be that they click on a survey and fill in a form, 
or they tap this button to attend the free masterclass or whatever about you're putting on or whatever it is. Or it might even be that they need to hit reply and tell you what their favorite way to start the day is or something like that. These are all tools and techniques that I have used over the years to really ensure that the audience that we have on that email list are opening the emails and getting that value from the content that we're providing. So they are just some of the email automations that I personally love setting up for myself and for my clients. If you don't have any email automations set up, your first priority after the end of this podcast is to jump into your email marketing platform. And if you're about to tell me that you don't even have an email marketing platform, make that your first priority, please. Flowdesk, not affiliated in any way, but Flowdesk is a beautiful, beautiful system, particularly if you're a service-based. If you are product-based, MailerLite is my favorite. Both of these are really low-costing email marketing platforms, which means that you aren't spending a lot of money before you potentially have the list. However, if you do want to go big, then I highly suggest Active Campaign. It is exceptional in what it can achieve, as well as Claveo. Both are fantastic, but honestly... Flowdesk, MailerLite, do the exact same thing and get the exact same results. So they're my two personal preferences when it comes to email marketing platforms that are standalone. If you have an email marketing platform and you don't have an email automation set up, then today what I would love you to do is spend the time drafting at least three I don't need you to do five, seven, eight, whatever. Just do three. Do one that explains who you are and what you offer. Do one that presents a problem, but then solves it. And then do the third one being the one that explains and unpacks that solution that you've just offered. And this can be a really nice, simple welcome sequence that you've just set up and is now live and kicking on your email marketing platform. That doesn't have a lead magnet attached. That would just be if you're just collecting email addresses for your newsletter, that's what we want to be sending them. As always, if you have any questions, I would love for you to jump on social media and jump into my DMs and let me know if you do have any questions or anything that you want to discuss at all in any more length. I'm always happy and up for a chat. And as always, if you loved today's podcast episode, be sure to like and subscribe or follow depending on what platform you're on, because I can guarantee you are going to love each and every bite-sized chunk of information that I deliver on a weekly basis.